What's up, y'all? Welcome to On Point, the mindset podcast for dancers, artists, athletes, and creatives. I'm your host, Latte, and welcome to episode eight, y'all. Just a cute little reminder, I want to give shout outs and love on all of my listeners. Thank you guys so much for your kind words and support. It means everything to me. I'm just so happy that I could give value and allow you to feel seen. And every time you guys reach out or just see me in class and you say, hey, I'm listening to your podcast. It just like makes my heart so happy because, oh, my God, my voice is so annoying. But you guys stick through and you guys get the message. Um, do me a huge favor if you could leave a review or a rating um, that is how my podcast gets pushed out to new viewers. And I want to reach as many dancers and artists and creatives as possible. I would super appreciate it. So, yeah, let's get into the show. So this week I had to check my ego if we we're being so fucking for real when I was choosing a topic because you guys know I am a type A girly. I have like my little list of topics and I was like all set and ready to go. I had my binder and everything, right? Um, if you also follow me on Instagram, you know that I follow Gary V. Gary V's a entrepreneur. He talks about um, leading you know, leading his community with empathy. He talks about being a selfless leader. And it's somebody, he's somebody that I really look up to as far as just completely being selfless. I, I love Gary Vee's messages all the time when he talks about growing businesses and of that sort. Um, so I had to check my ego because I've been getting a lot of requests for a certain topic and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll totally do that topic in the future. Like I put it in there and everyone keeps reaching out and like hits me up in class. Hey, can you talk about this? And I'm like, oh yeah, totally. It's like on my list, right? And so, like I said, I already have like my list all picked out. I was ready to go for this week and I was like thinking and I was like, you know what? No. Because I'm not putting my community first. If I just do a topic that I like that's like aesthetic and trendy, you know, like motivation or like, I don't know, you know, how to like self-love, like those kind of things. Like, no, my community wants a certain topic and I need to put my community first. So without further ado, this episode is all about being an older dancer and returning from a long break of dancing now okay listen i'm 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 qualified to talk about this because i'm quote unquote an older dancer um and i say that very like lol because you guys like i'm 32 i ain't no fucking shame in my game bitch i'm grown um i'm like 32 is not old <laughs> Like in real life, like let's just like push things aside and like not talk about the the dance studio real quick. In real life, like she's grown and thriving. Okay, like I love being in my thirties. You could not pay me to go back to my twenties. It was a mess. But um, I've met a lot of people who are like my age, if not <laughs> like younger, and they feel old as a dancer. So we're gonna talk about this today. Um, it's very anecdotal. Like I uh, like heads up already. Like very much it's giving my life story but like there's like some gems in there and I just want you to hear like my perspective because that's one thing I noticed when I was um like dealing with this idea of being an older dancer oh I, I hate that because like literally like old come on um I I really liked talking to people and and like realizing like oh shit they're my age like which is so dumb but 
it does make you feel better in a way. So um, I'm here to share my story and you can take all everything that you want that resonates with you. Um, this episode is going to help my dancers or anybody that feels old. Now, when I say this, I'm so serious. This is not just for my like 30 year olds. Like, okay, listen, I will tell you the first time I felt old as a dancer was when I was like eight. The second time I felt old as a dancer was when I was 18. Okay. I was like, hang it up, bitch. You're washed. And so I know that like there's people out there that are like literally probably like in there like 18 and they're like I'm too old so this episode is for you okay this episode is for you too this episode is just for anybody who kind of identifies with that and this episode is also for people that have taken a break from dancing or you know their hobby or their love or their art or their craft and they're returning so like I said it's very much giving my life story because honestly like we, I've had a lot of breaks and I've had a lot of um, moments to like push past like adversity. I mean, haven't we all? But like I said, I feel like it helps to share your story and I'm here to share my story. And we've been getting a lot of requests. And I think that this is a good way to talk about this topic. So if you don't want to hear my long-winded ass life story, then you can just <laughs> wait till next week's episode when I'm uh, talking about something else. All right. So let's talk about the first time I felt old as a dancer. I was like, and this is just like so funny to me. I was like eight or nine, okay? And I really wanted to, like I had danced before. I think when I was like six or something, my mom had taken me to a like community center to dance. And I like, I cried the whole time. Like that was, I think that was my very first experience with dance. Like I was just like not, I can't remember what the issue was, but I was a weird kid. So this was like the second time and I was like, all right, I'm ready to be a big girl. I'm going to dance. And I, for some reason, I just really loved ballet and my mom, um, there was like only like two, I I grew up in Stockton and there's like only like two, um, really well-known ballet teachers at the time. I I was able to dance with both of them, but I started off with Miss Smalley. Um, so I, I, I get to the class and she's like very much like old school ballet like they do it's called chiquetti and it's like a grade system and you have to get certified and like this whole it's like very official and so she was super adamant about me starting from like square fucking one and I was like no I don't want to do that and she's like you have to test out of the different levels like I'm sorry you have to start at level one and I was like eight and I want to say like everybody in like level one was like maybe like seven or six like maybe like around there who knows everybody looks different you know what I'm saying and so I remember like I cried and I was like this is the most embarrassing thing ever and like I remember like we kind of like laughed about it like I'm my aunt like I wrote down on a piece of paper like in writing this is the most embarrassing thing ever and she's like okay sign it and like the <laughs> like and I've had very, I've had a lot more embarrassing moments than then. But at the time, I was like, this is so embarrassing. Oh, my God. So despite it being so embarrassing to me, because I would like show up and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like older than everybody. Like, I know what I'm doing. But like, I had to go through the actions and like prove myself to my ballet teacher. I still did it. I still did it. And it took me only like, I want to say like a couple months, like, like it was like every Saturday kind of thing. And it got caught up and 
I, I, I thrived. And then I got to like assist the class and it was like cool. And then I was in like my like age range and it was, it was fine. I was like coasting. So from like age, like eight, nine, like I coasted in ballet and I thrived in ballet. Um, and I trained with my Russian ballet teacher all the way up till like 17, 18, like we're doing nutcracker We're it's giving like black swan. Like I loved it. Um, and around like 17, 18, like I didn't have like a good, like high school, excuse me. I was going to burp you guys. <laughs> I didn't have like a good, like high school experience. Like I was very much like emo and, um, there was like external pressure for like colleges. Like my friends were starting to like get their shit together. Cause we're like 18. We're getting ready to like, you know, get thrown out into the real world. And here I am like, just I'm dancing. And I remember even going into my like first semester of college, like really lost and just like, I'm just going to dance. Like I, that's really all I was kind of like focusing on. If I wasn't dancing, I was like partying, hanging out with like, really like bad kids well I was one of the bad kids guys but like just not like a good group of friends you know and I I remember like there was a huge part of me that was like if I stay here I'm gonna get like caught up in like you know with bad kids and like go down the wrong path like there was that in my head very much and then part of me was like I kind of want to go to like a conservatory like for dance and I was like 18 like oh man that would have been like prime and um actually fuck that i'm in my prime now um i remember looking up a school in i think it was london was it london or france it was like laban l-a-b-a-n it's a conservatory it's like a creative conservatory conservatory and i remember printing out the applications and everything like i was like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do this like telling my mom telling my like first like um college dance teacher this like this was like my first semester of like college and and then I like I don't know this was like when YouTube was like starting to be like popping oh my god yeah I am old <laughs> but I remember like looking at dancers and comparing myself to their skill level and I wasn't bad you guys like I was good but I was like I don't think I applied myself you know that kind of thing and so I remember thinking like, damn, like I'm not good. And also I'm old and I was 18 years old. And I remember being like, there's like 16 year olds that are better, better than me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh my God, like there's like 12 year olds that are better than me. Like, what am I doing? And I remember like ripping up like all the like applications, just like completely throwing them away and just like, I'm washed. I'm not doing that. And I'm, I don't regret like shit I really don't but I wish I would have given myself that chance to like go and like fully immerse myself in that kind of environment that's why I'm doing that now right you know um but I wish I would have like told my like I wish I would have done that for myself but just you know we wasn't we wasn't there yet in our self-confidence we was we was struggling so you know here I am 19 20 um, I'm in college. I'm literally, I think I was just taking dance classes. Like I was very lost. I was partying. I was a troubled youth, y'all. Um, bad boyfriends. Like it, it was just like not a good time. And I remember being like, okay, I need to do something. Now, whole time I was still dancing, which was 
really interesting because now that I look back, like I was in the prime, like bad kid stage, but I always had this one dance teacher and shout out Val at Delta College. I wonder if she's still teaching. She has to still be teaching. She's like head of dance department. I remember her like calling me and like waking my ass up and being like, you need to be at dance practice. Like, what are you doing? Like you're messing up. And I'm like, okay, like rolling out of bed, like hungover, like getting my ass to dance class, like that kind of thing. But like, it's amazing how dance will be like your anchor at times. Like in my mer- my most like turmoil, inner turmoil and outer turmoil moments, I've always like really thrown myself back into dancing. So it's just like a beautiful thing. Um, anywho, um, at that time I had a friend and she's like, I'm going to move down to, I think it was like straight San Diego, like San Diego. And she was going to go to San Diego state. I think that's what, what was the plan? And I was just like, well, I got to get up out of here because I'm going down the wrong path. And so I was like, I'm just going to give up on my, you know, I, I think at the time I was like getting, I was going to like move to San Francisco. Like I remember looking at San Francisco, like places to live and I'll just go to school for dance there and nothing was happening cause I was fucking around. And so I was just like, let me just move down to San Diego because I will move to LA. Like I'll just, I'm closer. So it'll be more, it'll be easier is what I thought. And so we moved down to San Diego and, um, I just, the partying ramped up y'all. So I was like 20, I, by then I was 21, the partying ramped up and I stopped dancing in the classroom, but we started go-going and boy, we had a time. We had a time. Okay. I was like gas lamp, go-go, like living that life and very much, um, it was good times, but it was so unstable, you guys. So 21, right? And I, and still in my head, I remember being like, yeah, okay, I'm going to go-go because I can't go dance, like, professionally. Like, it's a wrap. Like, just, just lost, y'all. And so around then, I started to, like, I met Aaron, my husband. And, you know, we started getting serious and, um... He was very supportive of my of my go going. By the way, he would. I remember him dropping me off to a job actually. And um, once we started, like you know, getting in our adult bag, when our frontal lobes started developing more, you know, around that age, um, we started getting more serious. And I stopped go going, obviously. And I remember him going to school, and I was like inspired to go back to school. But at that time, I was like, okay. I'm not going to go to school for dancing. Like it's that ship has sailed. Like I remember having this like thought like this ship has sailed. I need to pick something else. And like, I don't know how I fell into dentistry, but I was already a dental assistant and I really, you know, just loved what the hygienist did. Like hygienists have not to brag, but hygienists have like some of the best lives. I swear to God. And I actually do know a lot of hygienists that are also dancers so like the home life balance like i'm telling you it's fucking bomb love it um anyways i was like i need to go back to school and so this was like 21 to 25 i was like all right never gonna dance again like just 
like let it go and I didn't even think twice about it. And honestly, looking back, those are some of my most depressing years. Like just no self-expression. Oh man, like, and we were transitioning out of that like awkward like party all the time phase. Like, well, I don't know. Some people still do that. But like I, we were like drinking and so like I gained weight and then I just... I don't know. It was, it was, I wasn't like partying, but I just had lost my self-expression. It was very sad, you know, but I was on a different path and I was taking classes for school and it took me forever because I had to take one. I was working. So I took like one prerequisite at a time. And if you guys know any like nurses or, um, anybody like that, like in that kind of like field, like, you know, those, Oh God like chemistry, microbio, like them shits. I hate those classes so much. Um, But that's the kind of era I was in. And it was really painful. Like, I think I kind of just covered it up. And like, even then, I don't even think Aaron knew that at the time, like I danced like that. Like, like I remember when I would talk about it, he'd be like, you dance like that? Like, there, it was a joke for a while that like, I don't dance. Like, that I, I was a uh, I was kidding and every once in a while I'll be like okay well I have like a gap in my you know Tuesday Wednesday schedule I'm gonna take a dance class but it would cause me almost like a lot of pain because I would go to class and I would see all the people and they were like my like they were around like the same age at that time like I don't remember feeling that like I'm too old for this environment it was like I'm too old to have anything serious as far as dancing, like my skill set, like I was just like, I'm starting from scratch at that point, which is, oh my God, it's so crazy to think about that now. It's like, no, I just want to shake younger me. Like it's insane. But I remember taking the classes and it made me really sad. And like they would do the shows every semester, you know, and I was always the one like back when I was like 18, like I was the one in like five five performances and doing quick changes and all that and so it was really painful when like I would just do my one piece and then like you know sit backstage for the rest of the the rest of the show it was just like too painful so then I was just like I'm not doing this like it was I couldn't I couldn't like mentally take myself there like I remember crying to Aaron one time and I don't even know he's always very supportive but he just didn't even understand it was like an inner like an inner conflict, you know what I mean? So that was like, you know, 25, 26. Um, I was really heavy in my prereqs around then. But around like 26, um, my husband actually started like his own self-awareness journey and um, did some like self, like, I don't, I don't like self-help. It's like self-awareness, like self-growth workshops and was around those type of people. And I kind of just like blew it off because I was like, whatever, Aaron, I do yoga, you know, like I'm enlightened. And like, I always say like, shout out to my husband because I was just like such a, like a little bitch, like when I was not like self-aware of my own bitchiness, you know what I mean? And finally I gave in and like started, you know, Um, doing these type of workshops and really seeing like possibilities that were aware for me or that were um, that were possibility well possibilities that are possibilities for me (laughs) you know 
um, that could happen for me. And I, I didn't really like, I remember thinking like, okay, I can dance again, like 26, you know, I had, I had already taken a break. What is that? 18, 19, 20, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, eight years. Yeah, I can't count y'all. Um, and it was like a weird feeling to be like, okay, I think I'm going to dance again. I don't know what style. I didn't know where to start. Like I had no like idea, but I knew that I was like, I could do it. And then I met um, my life coach, Shannon, and I, I think I shouted her out the first episode, but I'm shout her again. Shout out, Shannon. Um, I really should. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll like link all her stuff in my bio because she really is just such a beautiful person and she's still doing this type of work. So she's amazing. And um, she's super huge on visualization. And I just really love the exercises that we would do together and I did like um a program with her like I I think it was it was a couple weeks or so and she had me like deeply visualize like what I wanted for myself as far as dancing and and the universe is so funny because at that time I lived in Pacific Beach and there was a brand new dance studio that opened up literally like a couple miles from us it's called the facility and I remember like seeing it and like, I don't, I didn't even know what style, you know, like I, I was still like, even can like, I didn't even know what I would do. And she would have me do these visualization exercises and she's like, okay, just like, you know, see yourself in your most like purest form, like your happiest. And it's so funny because when I think back like of these exercises that we would do, the thought that I was thinking was like me doing like house and like that kind of stuff, like, like light feet. And it's so freaking crazy because I have been taking, I took light feet this week and it was so much fucking fun, but it's a very, it's like so free. And I love that. Anyways, I'm getting sidetracked. I'll talk about that later. Anyways. So she would have me do these visuals, visualizing exercises and I would like explain to her like the type of style and she's like, okay, like, you know, just walking me through like what my realizations are. And then we would get a little bit deeper and I would told her like, I don't know where I got this like urge to teach. I used to teach when I was younger. So when I was, you know, doing ballet back with Miss Smalley, um, I would get to lead and get to teach and stuff. So I just always really enjoyed it. I always really helped like liked helping like the littles and stuff. And I think I I'm a natural teacher. Like I, I was a nanny and, you know, like it's just kind of like in me to like have that kind of caring. I think that's why I'm a hygienist, too, you know. And so I, I told her I remember thinking like I want to teach um, and knowing that I have my like strong ballet background. I'm like, OK, like I think I want to do like teach contemporary like ballet and so I kid you not she made me do and my clients know the story like I had to take like my picture and like take their schedule and like put my name on their schedule and put the style and the time on their schedule so like I could see it and like hang it up in my room 
and that was my little like visualization you know what i mean like so your subconscious like works towards that goal and it was it was amazing because at one day i just like mustered up the balls to just like walk in and just shoot my shot and be like are you guys hiring like and like i said i hadn't danced for like eight years let alone taught and so i have some gems for you guys at the end but this is one of them like just fucking do the thing just do the thing like even if it's been a break just do it and that's something that i've always done when i either break or if i felt a place too old whatever whatever it may be I just did it anyways, no matter how, like, no matter how much I wanted to, like, jump out of my skin. Because trust me, like, I wanted to, I remember being so stressed out and, like, I had taken, like, a class, you know, to, like, okay, let me just take a class with them to, like, get my bravery up. And then I was like, just no, Saturday morning came around. I just, like, was like, I'm going in for it. And. They didn't, they were like, oh, okay, we're not looking for teachers, but we are looking for front desk. And I was like, hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. And so I started working front desk there. That was around, when was that? 2017. Um, but I still had this urge to to teach. Crazy. It's like in me. And, um, you know, they weren't letting me teach just yet. I was still front desk. They were like fully staffed. So I went out and I like paved my own way and I became a bar Pilates instructor on the side. So by then I'm like, you know, getting my strength up, which is super important. That's another thing I'll talk about at the end. Um, I remember 2017, I got I was starting to get in really good shape pre-COVID. Let's just put a little asterisk. Asterisk. I don't know. And... um. Then I started getting traction as a bar instructor. And I think the owners kind of saw that and they were like, okay, we should let's give Latte a shot, you know? <laughs> so um, I would start to sub classes a little bit more and my confidence was building, right? Because I still had taken that break, but I was coming back. Um, around then is when I started heels. Oh, I wish I could show you guys my first heels video it's got to be somewhere it's so it's so good it's so bad <laughs> and um that is when it, it's the like I said the universe be fucked up because the end of 2018 I'm like on this roll like I could feel it I'm about to start teaching like that kind of thing is happening well the whole time I'm doing this you have to remember I'm taking all of my prerequisites for my dental hygiene program and mid I remember it was oh god 2018 like March May like I'm like ramped up right with everything I get accepted into my dream dental hygiene program and my school you guys like it's one of like the top yeah I'm gonna I'm a toot that horn because it is a really good school it's like one of the top dental schools in the nation okay so I was juiced my family was juiced it was amazing. All my hard work throughout my 20s had paid off. And I was dancing. Like, I, I was feeling really good. Like, I remember 2018 was, like, a good year. Me and Vegas, me and Aaron were going to Vegas a lot. Like, it was it was just, like, a good time, right? And then I was like, oh, shit. Um, I'm going to have to take another break. Like, after all of the, can you imagine? Oh, my God. 
Like after all of this work that I just put in, I was like, I'm going to have to take another fucking break. And my program is, is, or was 18 months. So I I mean, just two years, babe, like two years. Okay. (sighs) So I was sad, but I was like in denial and it was getting closer and, you know, I'm teaching contemporary. By then, I'm like, every Monday. Like, it was it was a thing. My contemporary classes go crazy. The ones that know, they know. Um, and everyone's like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I don't know. And that's when I decided, and it was a big decision, but I was like, I can't afford mentally another break from my dancing. Like, I know what that will do to me mentally. So I deferred my program for a year. And this caused so much fucking drama in my fucking family. Sorry, the F-bombs. But I remember everyone was like, oh, my God, like, you're not going to go back to school. Like, what are you doing? You're throwing everything away for dancing. And it was it really opened up a lot of wounds for me because, like I said, I hadn't danced for so long. And it was something that I always was like, it can't. I can't dance anymore. And then here I am dancing. And then like when I'm having to pick, like that was my 20s. My struggle in my 20s was having to pick between school and like my career, which was not, which is not dancing. Well, listen, I'll say that now. Um, But my like educational goals, my other career goals, my other life, um, picking between that and dance and it's always been like that when in my 20s I mean shit you could even say now I mean because like I you guys know from last week's episode I love my or like two weeks ago I love I love my job I love my job so if you know Drake said go on tour right now the first thing I'm thinking of is like damn what do I do about work you know because I I really do like as much as I'm a dancer I'm also like a healthcare provider and I, I am a dental hygienist. I know it's not as exciting, but like it is to me, okay? And so, yeah, anyways, going back. Um, it, this caused so much drama and it opened up a lot of wounds. And then I was like, God, Aaron's looking at me crazy. It was, it, it was a lot of inner turmoil. But like I said, my husband, he is so amazing. Um, he was very supportive. And I think he was the only one that was supportive at the time, actually. And... He was very much like, okay, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to dance for another year, cause I was like, okay, like I, I said for sure, I'm going to go in 2019. I just want one more year with dancing is what I, you know, I told myself, I told everybody. And he was like, if you want to, you know, if you want to dance, fucking go dance then for, you know, for the rest for 2019, go make it count. So I did, I went balls to the walls. Um, I took like Kira Harper for this first time. I took with Yanis for the first time. I took with Galen. Um, I took my first classes at Playground. I did, I start, I did Beyond Basics workshop. So the real OGs know that one. It's like a full on technique workshop. Like I was just like in my bag, like fast tracking all of 2019 and teaching heels. I started teaching heels, which... I don't know, Miss Girl. That was a little bold, but it was cute. Um, I look back at those classes and I'm like, Jesus Christ, what was we doing? (laughs) 
it wasn't bad it was just like not the caliber that it is right now and um yeah so i really i seized 2019 i took headshots like i was really like i'm doing it like full on like i was inspired like because once you have a little bit of momentum it's it's easier, right? We can all agree on that. Once you have that momentum, but the starting and stopping shit, I I get it. I know when you're in a long pause, it's just like, oh my God, where do I even start? But you have to think about the traction that you're going to get. That's another thing that has always helped me is thinking ahead to when the ball is finally rolling, what that's going to look like. You know, you got to, you got to start somewhere and it, it's hard. I know. I know. So anyways, 2019 you know it was um pulling up like the end of it you know like december and i'm i'm gonna have to start looking for an apartment in san San francisco mind you my program's in san francisco um san francisco soon and me and anna had to always talk about like you know we're we're notorious for like living here and there and this and that and all these places so he was gonna stay in san diego hold the fort down there was no need to uproot him And I was going to get an apartment in San Francisco and I was going to go to school Monday through Friday and fly back to San Diego Friday nights and then back to San Francisco Sunday. Sounds crazy, but um, I don't know. We knew a few people that did it and it's not that. I mean, I didn't think it was that crazy. Neither did he. Um, We also, I mean, look what we're doing now. So (laughs) anyways, so. December I remember I remember all this like so crazy like it's yesterday like I remember feeling so sad like as December started to creep up and I'm like oh I cannot like I had to start mentally preparing myself for this break right because school's 18 months and I had to be in it I had to be in it but like I said the universe be universing and oddly enough I end up running into Shannon again, my life coach. And she's doing a workshop with one of my good friends and I attended it. And we do these visualization exercises. You guys know how big I am also on these kind of things for ourselves. Um, It creates hope, actually. It's just, it's really, it's beautiful. Um, And so I curate a plan for myself to keep dance around at a minimal mind you we're in a a whole ass program like i know i gotta be realistic um to keep dance around while i'm in school which is which was ambitious um but we made it work um and i told myself i was like okay i'm gonna be going to school yes monday through friday when i fly back to san diego once a month or twice a month i think i was trying to aim for I'm going to teach pop-ups like I have been and I'll make it work. And I also put on there, which is amazing. I was like, I'm going to teach. This was ambitious, but y'all know the universe is crazy. I was like, I'm going to teach at Ray Studios, which is like one of the main studios in San Francisco. They're absolutely amazing. I was like, I'm going to teach at Ray Studios. Like, I, I don't I don't know what I, that one was like. Just shoot my shot, right? And so the thing about visualize, visualizing is, yes, you, you know, you create this, but you have it so vivid that 
I remember Shannon saying like your subconscious starts to work for you and then you just show up in that reality. I'm not going to get deep into it because you guys know that's a whole other topic. Well, 2019 or 2020 starts January and your girl is doing that. Like, like week one of school, like I remember doing like week one, week two, all that kind of stuff. I'm in my little, my little tiny box in San Francisco and I was fly- I was like, let me just schedule a class. And I scheduled a class in San Diego. And when I flew back like that first or second time, boom, Hills class. And it was packed. Like it, it, I was like, whoa, I'm doing it. So I was trying to keep my momentum and it worked. It was working. Um, and then like, I can't even remember how Ray studio, I think I used to tag them on something in, in, in on Instagram and they like reached out to me and asked if I could sub a class and it happened to be like on a time that I just didn't have school or something. And I did. And then it became like a regular kind of thing, like every other week or something like that. So there was a time like, like January, I think it was like January, February, March, January, February, where I was really like flying back and forth, San Francisco to San Diego, teaching Hills classes and then doing uh, teaching at Ray too. Because I was determined to keep my momentum because like I said before, once you have that momentum, it's easier to keep it than to completely stop and start up again, right? Well, then like COVID happened. So that was March. Um, And the thing is like, everybody kind of stopped during COVID. So I think we can all kind of relate to this idea of having to completely stop life and then start up again and we can all agree that it's fucking difficult um and the worst part of it was because i'm in healthcare and i was at a school that's like on top of their shit they tested us every week and so and we couldn't like leave san francisco's really was really strict during covid so we couldn't even we weren't supposed to leave the county otherwise we would have to get like retested and it was like or quarantine it was like stupid so well, it wasn't stupid it was just health precautions you know so I was really sad because well I mean there was the people that still taught during COVID and that's their choice but I had to be like a responsible healthcare provider and completely stop so I just had to hold on to hope, which is like, if you ain't got nothing, baby, just have the hope. I swear you can't. And maybe this is easier for me because I'm naturally a hopeful person, but I just can't think that it's never going to be good again. Like, it's just not in me to to think that it will never be good again because you have to realize there has been so many good moments in your life and there has been so many moments of joy and dance and this and that that has to happen again it has to happen again it can never not happen again that's crazy i don't know that's that's like my personal philosophy so i was really hopeful and this was like from you know i mean we all were dealing with it from March 2020 until the end of that year. Um, I couldn't I couldn't do pop-ups. I couldn't teach at Ray. I couldn't do anything. I just had to keep my head down and just 
just focus on graduating and it was so hard you guys because I was still friends with a lot of people here in San Diego or there in San Diego and seeing everybody dance like you know on the low or whatever and I was just like fuck like day after day like my classes are not gonna be the same like oh like how's this gonna be like and then also I'm in school mode like I'm not working out I'm not conditioning my body I think I took a heels class like on the low you know like prohibition style because I wasn't supposed to and it was I have the video and I me and Aaron were watching it the other day and I was like damn like this makes me so sad because I couldn't even stand in my heels y'all 2020 I couldn't even walk my like poor little ankles it's so sad I mean I don't know 2020 did a number on all of us so I'm I'm really happy that we made it through and we're we're still making it. But anyways, um, I remember, like I said, having just hope, a thought, something to hold on to during this break, right? And I remember being like, okay, once I graduate, I owe it to myself to move to LA to train the best I can to do all the dance stuff that I said that I always wanted to do that I never gave myself the chance in the 20s and in my 20s and that's really what it was it was like a thought that carried me through to the end of graduation and at the time I didn't I wasn't I didn't really think I was gonna do it but like you have to kind of pick something and just hold on to it whether you truly believe it or not maybe that's what hope is I don't know but I, I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to move to LA. I just need to get through graduation. Like, that's what I was telling myself. Like, I'm going to train. I'm going to dance again. Like, I really had to tell myself that every single day. Every single day. I'm not kidding you. And then finally, when I graduated, oh, God, I was so relieved. Graduation was the best day of my second best day of my life, of course. My wedding was the best. And um, I remember being so relieved and just being like, I need to get back to dancing right immediately, immediately. And man, oh man, let me tell you, the first dance class that I threw, it was like a month after graduation. I was like, let me just go. I'm going for it, baby. Babe, like four people showed up. Oh, it was, it was embarrassing. Um, because by then so much time had passed, you know what I mean? So I was like, oh my God, no one remembers, like no one remembers me as a teacher. No one remembers like anything, like all the, the spaces, like even the studios that I used to teach at, they had shut down. Like COVID didn't, like I said, COVID didn't have a number on everybody. So coming back, having taken a break, Oh, so this was the second time I came back, man. And it was rough, babe. Let me tell you, twenty twenty, all of 2021 was a real eye opener to me as a teacher. But here's the thing. I had to struggle because let me, I couldn't fill my classes, you guys. Like you, whatever, shocked or appalled or not, or I don't care. I would post and five people would come. Four people would come six people and you have to it was a blow to my ego because the in 2019 2018 bro packed 30 people in my classes regularly regularly every single week right and so 
to come back and get like four people, I was like, oh my God, I'm re- I'm really washed up now. And by then I was like 30. And so, yeah, because I turned 30 during COVID. And I was like, this is really a wrap for real. And, but here's the thing. I was old, I was, because I was older, I was in a different mindset. Like I was much wiser. And so when I was getting like no one showing up to my class, I was like, there's something to take from this. And maybe it's not about filling classes. And that's fine. Like I had to not fill classes so I could learn that it's not about filling fucking classes. Do you know what I'm saying? And so that is when I took a step back as a teacher and I created my coaching program. And I was like, this is much more fulfilling and beautiful to me. And I get to connect with dancers on a deeper level. Fuck filling class. Fuck teaching 30 people. Give me the five people that want to be here. And let's let's deep let's deep dive into your goals and to who you are as a dancer. And so it was it was a time of it was it was really challenging when I came back. But had I just sat in that like defeat of coming back and like being underdog and stuff like that, I wouldn't have been able to look past and find something beautiful. And now I wouldn't have it any other way because look, look what's come out of it. Like I'm doing a podcast. I get to talk to you guys. Like I would not have it any other way, like dead ass. So that kind of leads me to where I am today. That was, you know, 2021 creating coaching and then carrying that through to 2022. Um, And then, you know, in 2022, really just flourishing in the fact that I have done everything that I have being the age that I am, uh, which is 32. And I am not ashamed. Um, And also surviving and thriving through, let's see, one two, three breaks from dance. So now I kind of tell myself like, but you can do anything now. Do you know what I mean? Because where I'm at today, I know the next break that I take from dancing because um, I, I want to have kids, obviously, uh, would be, you know, the time that I have kids. And I want to be dancing up until I'm like 100 years old, 110 years old. So obviously if I have kids in there, there might be like one year, I'd take it just a little easy, wouldn't you think? So it it makes me mentally tough knowing that like, yeah, I've done it before. I've taken that break before and I've come back stronger every single fucking time. So when I have kids in the future, who knows the near future, I, d- I don't know, um, probably not the near future, like the, like tomorrow, but in the future, you guys, in the near future. Um, I'm like not afraid because I know that momentum or not, I'm mentally tough and I'm going to have, I have the hope that, like I said, dance will be there waiting for me afterwards. So it doesn't scare me like it did in my, in my teens, in my twenties. And I don't know, maybe sometimes things like that does come with age. And so if you feel like, you're an old dancer. Maybe you 
maybe it's a good thing because you have the life experience, you have the maturity and the wisdom to take on challenges in a way that you would not in your younger years. And that's very much, I feel like, the um, the case with me. Um, I also hear of dancers having to take breaks because of injuries. And I haven't experienced that personally, but I I could only imagine how devastating that could be. And having to really just sit and not be able to use your body, that pains my heart. But having the hope, you know, that you will be able to dance again, that's the only thing that's going to carry you through is having that hope and and holding on to that um, through your break. So that was my whole fucking life story. Um, and yes, like this, this episode is not really like laid out like the other ones because, you know, usually I have like a whole bunch of like resolutions for you. But I think that it's important just to hear other people's stories because that was something that helped me when I was feeling like I was too old or had taken too many breaks or this or that um talking to people and i know that sounds corny guys but really like i would talk to dancers and i'm like you're amazing and they they, you know i find out they they dance for alvin ailey and i'm like damn you're so good um and like how old are you (laughs) and i don't do that anymore because it doesn't matter and i'll i'll touch into that and why but they would tell me like oh babe i'm like 35 i'm like what the fuck like it's it does not fucking matter so let me get into my first little job because i do have some organized gems for you guys not just word vomit um my first fucking gem for you and this goes across the board i don't care what age you are health is wealth you guys i can't stress it e fucking enough do you know like i said i'm 32 i am proud to be 32 we'll never hide it um, I would dance circles, circles around 22-year-old me right now. You know why? Because 22-year-old me did not condition. 22-year-old me did not do abs. 22-year-old me did not do cardio. 22-year-old me did not train as hard as I do now. If you want long- longevity in your dancing, if you want to dance until you're 110 years old, and that's 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 old, you need to understand that you have to take care of your body. I take care of my body on a level now that is so like serious compared to how I was taking care of it. Even when I was 17, 18, I didn't even protein. I didn't wasn't even worried about protein back then. It's oh my God. Now I'm so serious. Health as well. You are not as old as you are. You're as old as you feel. And so if you feel old, babe, then maybe it's time to like start conditioning for the activities that you want to do. You know what I'm saying? And like, I'm not saying like skinny, like I'm not skinnier than I was when I was, hell no. Um, But I'm definitely stronger for sure. And my stamina is way more. And here's the thing. I'll be in classes with these like 22 year olds. I'll be in classes with all kinds of olds. And they'll be gassed we'll be doing like footwork footwork and they're gassed and like the older dancers are 
like fine because we understand we have to take care of our body we have to condition you cannot just rely on being young or whatever it may be like i'm in the gym babe working um so that's my first gem number two um i've been saying it this entire time you have to stay hopeful i know it sounds corny 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 but if you, even if you don't believe it may happen, like you guys always have, like when I dance for Drake one day, like the day I dance for Drake, I will drop dead because I'll be like, literally I said that this entire journey and I didn't really believe it, but like your words are powerful and your mind is way more powerful than you think. So I need you to stay hopeful. If you haven't, if you, if you're currently on your break right now, I want you to just like, imagine like you're gonna dance again you have to stay hopeful it's going to come it's gonna come and stay hopeful and hold on to that little little image i did that all throughout hygiene school when i had to take that fat break well 18 months it felt like a fat break but i just had this image of i'm gonna move to la i'm gonna train with all the great dancers here i and i didn't even know it was gonna be real and look at me now babe um number three get a coach or a mentor and like my clients know like period like they have a coach obviously um but like i your coaches and your mentors this is important because they're gonna see things that you don't see even in the like where you are at currently and i say this because i think i said this about my us my my um experience with galen hooks like I was still in my, oh, I don't think I can do this seriously phase. And when I took with her, she was like, it's a possibility for you. Like, and I hate that it took somebody else to say it's a possibility for me to understand that. But that's what coaches and mentors are here for. You know what I mean? And and Shannon, too, like her taking a stand for me and saying, like, you are going to dance again. Like, we need to visualize it. And then allowing me to like holding that space for me to like imagine that for myself. That's such a special thing to do. And I, oh my God, I get chills. I got chills right now. I love when my clients are like, I can do that. Like I can, I can really like own a studio or I can like move to LA and train or I'm like, yes, absolutely. Like it's so important to have someone on your team and like truly, and like teachers are great. We see them like once a week, like, I'm talking about like a coach or a mentor who's in the trenches with you. I think it's so important to have someone on your side, like in the trenches that knows your your goals and your insides and outs so they can help give you some guidance and some clarity when you don't always see it. Um, my fourth little gem for you is you are 110% not alone, babe. You are not alone. So I love it when I when I do my little intros for my clients on day one and they're like, I'm taking a break, but I'm coming back or like I feel I'm like old or I'm like, yo, like can uh, sh- buy a show of hands who's old <laughs> like, OK, cool. Let's get past that now. Like it's so not a thing. And it feel and like I'm not I don't want to downplay the, you know, because I, I totally understand like I've been there. But as in, in the most light, lighthearted way possible, uh, in the most lighthearted way possible, you are not alone. And it's so, it's so unserious. Like 
the break that you took, how old you are. What's serious is how you are showing up today, right now. How are you showing up right now? You're showing up with a cane. Okay, well then, yeah. But if you're not, like, then let's do something. Let's work. Let's go. It doesn't matter what what break you took. What matters is right fucking now. Uh, The last little gem I have for you, I said it um, earlier, is do it anyways. Do whatever it is anyways. I know you're on your break right now and you're so scared to take a dance class tomorrow. I need you to do it anyways. I know that you feel like you're the oldest person in ballet and you don't want to get your foundations down, but I need you to do it anyways. It does not matter. You need to do it anyways. Every time I'm I'm faced with adversity and like a challenge, I, I just do it anyways. I don't want to. And it feels like the end of the world. But if you don't do whatever it is you want to do, that is going to be way more painful than the embarrassment of one one singular moment. I promise you that. Um, also, like, just like a side note, like, no one's really asking your age. Like, if you want to, like, get into that kind of conversation. Um, I'm, like, in classes all the time and people are, like, like, no one really asks my age. But, like, if it comes up because, like, I'll be, like, talking about my husband and I'm talking about, like, my apartment, like, grown, grown shit, you know? And then, like, someone, like, younger is, like, oh, wait, how old are you, you know? And I'm, like, babe, I'm 32. They're, like, oh, my God, I thought you were, like, 20, like, whatever. I'm, like, thank you. It's the Botox, but <laughs> it, and no one's asking. And even, like, casting and stuff, like, I, I, I imagine, like, just play, like, everyone looks younger than they are nowadays. So I, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't worry about it. I wouldn't worry about it. Beautiful. So that is this week's conversation. Um, updates on me. Let's see. Um, this week was a really, I've been focusing on uh, foundations a lot just because, I don't know, I've been really loving like hip hop lately and I want to get better in that style. But you, I definitely need to start from like ground, like ground up and that's, I'm completely fine. Like honestly, I feel like I'm having more fun in foundations than I would in a like choreography class because I don't know. Like I just, I have time to like be myself and I just love the exercises you do in foundations. Like you do all the like pick a partner and like dance with your partner. Like I like that shit because me personally, I have like a hard time like chilling and like just having fun in dance class. Like you guys know, like I grew up ballet, like I'm, it's all work, right? And well, it's like enjoyable too, but it's just like a different mindset. And so I love hip hop lately because I've just been like having fun, like meeting people and like bopping around, getting sweaty. I love it. And, um, yeah, specifically I took, um, I've been taking at 88, obviously it's like down the street. And I took light feet. So like going back to what I said earlier, it's so funny because, yeah, when I did this visualization exercise years ago, like 26 with Shannon, like in my head, I'm like doing like, yeah, like light feet, like house. And then like, it's just so crazy because like, that's what I've been doing and or like I've been training trying to train in this style and 
that's so weird your mind is amazing you guys it really is so powerful i don't know you know the world's a simulation anyway so it'd be doing that shit um but that's it I, this was probably a way longer episode than necessary but just a little convo probably next week i'll be back to my little structured way of thinking oh that was another thing this week i was i was measuring my success a different way so i i had i've been dancing since let's see i had taught on friday taught on saturday taught on sunday so by monday my voice was gone i had a sinus infection i was feeling like i wanted to push myself but I just physically could not and I was having a hard time with that and I was talking to my husband about it and he was like, you know, you should read this book and I'm like, let's hear it because my husband be having book recommendations, you guys know and it's called The Gap and the Gain and it's about like high achievers and how like we have a hard time with happiness and balancing happiness and success because we're always measuring ourselves against like for like to our standards of success and stuff like that and so what i've been doing this week is i laid out like i just told you guys last week i laid out all of my accomplishments over the past year like if we look at my accomplishments like from here from this time last year to today i was not even married which i i think that's accomplishing because i live my babe um i was not married i was not living in la I was not training this consistently or hard. I wasn't even working. I was not making this amount of money. Um, I I didn't have a podcast, which is so cool. Like, it's so insane. When I look at myself from day one to here, it's insane. Like, I like I, I applaud me. But then when we, you know, look at ourselves today and we measure ourselves against where we want to be, we live in this whole, like, I'm not good enough era. And like I was I was feeling like I was getting into a little bit of that because I am very focused on my goals, Avi. But I don't want to be so focused on my goals that I don't acknowledge myself. So this week I've been trying to just like take it easy on my mental, acknowledge myself. Like if I don't get if I don't get a post out, I'm not gonna stress. Like it's not the end of the world. Um, you know, whatever. If I don't finish a caption or do this perfectly i'm not gonna stress like if i miss a class i would get fomo but like i'm like no like at the end of the day my success is my growth today as of today and i'm proud of myself i have like a lot to be proud of so that was that was my that's how i'm kind of ending the ending the week uh tomorrow i'm going to um support some friends at choreographers carnival so i'm really excited first time there and then um yeah that's that's pretty much I'm having a I'm having a I'm having a chill week, you know, just a chill week. And I hope you guys are having a chill week, too. Um, we're, you know, we like to stay focused on our goals, but it's definitely OK to like take a week off or not like take a week off, but like take a week and just, you know, acknowledge yourself, you know, do what your body needs. Maybe you need rest. So check in with yourself. Give yourself love. Tell yourself you're doing great. Measure your success from the bottom, not the top. And that's it. So I'll talk to you guys next week. And remember, leave me a comment, rate and review. I would greatly appreciate it. And I'll give you a shout out on the next episode. 
Alrighty, guys, send this over to a dancer, artist, athlete, or creative that you want to tell them that they are not too old or their break was not too long. <laughs> Have a good week, y'all. Bye.